Hello, Kate here, and welcome back to Smart Iridy and the last podcast of 2023. World news. Putin has launched his campaign for a fifth presidential term. The unsurprising but nevertheless depressing confirmation came coincidentally <clears throat> as his main opponent, Alexei Navalny, disappeared in prison. Navalny has not been in contact with his lawyers for two weeks, and there have been suggestions he is being silenced during the presidential election. His supporters have launched a campaign calling on critics of the Kremlin to peacefully voice their disapproval. Meanwhile, in Brussels, in the last EU meeting before Christmas, Putin ally Hungary's Viktor Orban finally agreed not to block Ukraine's bid for EU membership after hours of negotiations. He did, however, put his foot down and veto the next aid package to Kiev. He has hinted that he will play ball only if the EU releases €20 billion Euros of funds for Hungary, frozen due to corruption and human rights concerns. Birds of a feather flock together. Business news. Tesla has recalled 2 million cars in the US due to a defect in its driver assistance system, Autopilot. For two years, the US federal agency in charge of road safety had been looking into why 956 crashes happened when using the technology, and they concluded that the tech may not be sufficient to prevent driver misuse. The technology is only supposed to be used in certain conditions, such as on motorways, for steering, acceleration and braking, but it still requires driver input. The issue will be resolved via a software update, so owners won't have to take their cars to a garage, but it is still classed as a recall in the US. A former Tesla employee recently won a prize which recognises whistleblowers, as he believes the software isn't ready and it puts people in danger as it is being tested on public roads. The hardware is the same in all Teslas, but in most other markets they are not self-driving. This is the second recall this year, and although Tesla's share price has dipped, a Goldman Sachs analyst has estimated that top-range fully driving Teslas could generate more than $50 billion a year by 2030. Entertainment. The judge in the phone hacking case has ruled that Prince Harry was a victim of phone hacking on 15 out of 33 occasions and has awarded him over £140,000 in damages for this particular case. The judge also said the ex-CEO of the Mirror newspaper knew about the hacking and turned a blind eye. This case relates to extensive phone hacking to gather unlawful information, some of which Harry claims led to the breakdown of personal relationships. The Mirror Group newspapers paid out over £1 million in damages to eight victims in the 2015 case and has set aside £28 million to deal with other allegations. The group has blamed journalists, who it says concealed this activity. The judge also ruled that the ghastly TV presenter Piers Morgan also knew about and was involved in phone hacking when he was editor of the Daily Mirror. This is a civil rather than a criminal case, so it's essentially about compensation. But Harry has urged the police to investigate the group as they broke the law. He is battling for a free 
honest and accountable press in the UK. Good luck with that. Sport now, and after overindulging at Christmas lunch when we feel well and truly stuffed, it's a good idea to get up and move. Here are some ideas to get some exercise where all the family can join in. Frisbee is great if you have an open space. Just throw and catch, nice and simple. Cycling is ideal if you want some time outdoors for all the family or some time to yourself if you need to escape the in-laws. You could go for a run, a jog or a nice long walk to blow away the cobwebs. Kite flying is an activity we usually do in the summer, but there's no reason why you can't wrap up warm and get your kite soaring. If you prefer to stay indoors, you could try a game of table tennis just for fun or you can get competitive playing singles or doubles. Any of these activities is great, followed by a nice cup of tea and a slice of chocolate log, sitting by a crackling fire. Now that's my idea of sport. Self-development. An important part of growth is understanding what we should keep in our lives and what we should let go of. There's no reason why we have to wait until January, but many people do it because psychologically it's a fresh start. I'm going to share with you an exercise that I'm going to do over the Christmas holidays as it's a good time to reflect on the past year with its highs and lows, opportunities and challenges. In January, we'll be running around like headless chickens, so try and find a spare half hour during the holidays. You can look back and be proud of what you've achieved or tried to achieve and bid farewell to things that no longer serve you. This helps us move into the new year without any leftover negativity and with a can-do attitude. So get your pen and paper ready and prepare to be creative. Now, this is what my brother would call a load of nonsense, but hopefully you will find it cathartic and uplifting. First of all, on one side of a piece of paper, ask yourself what negativity you are leaving behind from the past 12 months. Did you argue with friends, family or colleagues? Did you have any fears, particularly any that stopped you from taking action? Were there any low points, negative mindsets or bad habits you picked up? Write down all your upsets and dramas. Next, on the other side of the paper, add the things that weren't necessarily negative, but you're happy to leave behind anyway. We need to let some things go to make way for the new. You might decide to burn or rip up this list as a symbolic gesture. Now, the next list on a fresh piece of paper is for things that went well that you want to take with you into the next year. These could be work projects, relationships, hobbies, habits, attitudes or rituals. Finally, add to this list all the things you want to welcome in 2024. What do you want to attract in the coming year? How are you going to make them happen? What steps can you start to take? Can you prioritise them? This can be a really helpful activity to explore what needs to stay the same, what needs to change and what we need to guard against. We'd love to hear your reflections. Why not connect with Smarterity on LinkedIn and share these with us? So that's all from Smarterity for now. I wish you and your family and friends a happy, healthy and safe Christmas and best wishes for the new year. See you in 2024.